Hello, welcome to the Bristol Bath Lifting Club. I'm Jack. And I'm Liam. And Mark's gone. He's out there doing cleaning, I believe, isn't he? He is. Well, Poor Mark. we say cleaning, he's actually training, dossing, I think they call it. <laughs> Literally getting paid to train. Does that mean he's a professional athlete? He's being paid to train. I don't know. We will have to ask him. I do think that if you get paid to train, then that does make you a, a professional athlete. I mean, I know he's won medals and stuff like that, but I don't know if he's come with prize money. I'll have to ask him that as well. Yeah. But anyway, you have just got finished with a training session with me. Yes, I have. What did you do today? Mm, What did I do? I did the seated overhead press. Seated dumbbell overhead press. That's the one. Which does what muscles? Um, Your shoulder muscles. It does the front of the shoulders and it does the triceps. Yeah. Little test. (laughs) Yeah. What part does the tricep? Is it the bottom part or is it the top part? Top part? Very good. <laughs> Very good. There we go. What else did you do today? What else did I do? I did the pendulay rail. Pendulay rail? Yeah. Yeah, with the barbell. With the barbell. Okay, that's good. Now, you did some research on that, didn't you? You literally, like a teacher's pet. Yeah. You came up to me and said, <laughs> I've done some research on the pendulum rail. Yeah. And I I looked at the muscles that it, that it works and stuff like that, just to check I'm doing my job as personal trainer, obviously, that it's not just some bullshit I made up. Um, what I love is the fact that when I asked you what muscles it works, what did you say? <laughs> I said... <laughs> I said the back muscles. The back muscles, yeah. which is very good. That is, is correct. Good. It does do the back. Yeah. Most rows are considered back exercises. I was hoping for like, if you really wanted to be teacher's pet, I was hoping that you would say something a little bit like rear of the delts as well. You know, rear of the uh, shoulders because okay. people forget that, and there's a very neglected muscle. Right. So what else have you done? You'd like to do your squats today. Yeah. And your kettlebell swings. Yeah. I did that. It's kettlebell swings you've done before, haven't you? Or have no, you never done that was my first time. Right, that's lovely. Love. Did you like the kettlebell swings? I did, they were fun. Okay. I enjoyed that. That's cool. I feel like I could do more. You could have done better, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did all right, because it's one of those things that we did it... I normally put kettlebell swings at the end of a training session Yeah. for conditioning, because if you do it first, it doesn't. It's not like a huge strength training mm. uh, exercise. So if you did it first, then you're just going to be exerting a lot of your energy. Yes. But if you do it last, because obviously you have to get into a flow as mm. you were starting to get into the flow of it, um, that gets you thinking and gets all of your muscles working. It changing over because we do the thing where we let go of the kettlebell at the top yeah. and pick it up with another hand, all that mm. kind of thing. It looks quite cool. I think mm. it's fair to say that it looks easier than it is. Yeah, definitely. But you're going to get a lot better at that. I think once I get over the fear of, you know, letting it go and it not flying, hitting yes. someone. Yes, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. As I've normally said with such things, you only want to do that exercise letting go if you're un- not very confident. If it's in front of someone that you dislike. Because then you, you literally have the best gym excuse as to why you throw a kettlebell at their head. And, I mean, it's not the worst exercise to so, aim at either because you've got a little bit of leg drive, you see. So I could bring my so dad. It's, it's not exactly like shot put. Well, it's like interesting that you say dad. You, what, what's with the dad? You've got beef with your dad at the moment. Oh, everybody's got beef with dad. Daddy issues? Yeah, nobody likes dad. What, I mean, no one likes their just, dads in general or no, no one likes your dad 
just my family doesn't like our dad. Why? Why is he some sort of uh, just hardened ma- criminal or something? So just a massive, massive. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Tell yeah. us how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, this could quite easily turn into like family counselling session. Well, they've gone on. They've gone to Catalonia for like three weeks. My mum and dad. Is he going to make it back, or is this? Well, like my mum was like, "Hope, was like, hopefully, I'll fall off a cliff." And I was like, "Okay, it's pretty dark." But the problem is, is that perhaps by the time this comes out. He could this be podcast. dead. If he is dead, I've incriminated this myself. This really does not look good because you you haven't really incriminated yourself, but you've incriminated your mother <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so I don't know. Was she planned also to be ditched, or is Mum okay? No, she's fine. She's, she's fine. settled. Yeah, okay. we all stand to get a substantial payout from his life insurance. So, so oh, so you're just doing it for the life insurance payout? You see, yeah. I thought when you called him a cunt <laughs> that he must be some sort of horrible evil person that deserves to die but is it just purely for the money is it oh, it's a bit of both really it's, okay. a, it's a mixed situation which came <laughs> first the chicken or the egg i.e which came first the nest egg of the money and doing it and bumping him off for the money or just because you want to strangle his neck like a chicken because you hate him well he did get a nest egg when his parents died oh. and then he spent it all right so now he's that is what a lot of people tend to do with money they do have a habit of spending it well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the smart person. Well, yeah. The smart person would probably invest it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, surely because it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not being funny, but you're coming across as perhaps slightly different to how I would, uh, you know, I picture you. You seem like a very nice person, and yet thus far we've talked about basically killing your dad off for what seems like purely financial gain. Okay, I mean, so is there any other reasons why perhaps your relationship with your dad may not be great? He's just not a nice person. Not a nice person. He's just not a nice person. And you're not the only one to say that, presumably. No. It's a consensus it's a, kind of thing. It's a family consensus. Okay. It's a family affair. Right. Yeah. What, the murder or the fact that you <laughs> like it? I mean, we do have, you know, just empty oil drums just waiting to be filled with, you okay. know. Two empty oil drums. Yeah, he's quite a fat man. Ah, I see. Right, okay. That's not why you dislike him either, is it? No. He said something funny to me the other day. I came back from here and Mm. he was like, oh, I can't go to the gym. And I was like, okay, there's no reason you can't. And he was like, and then he started to tell me why. And I was like, I didn't ask you and I don't care, but you're telling me anyway. (laughs) Um, He was like, I was on the rowing machine and somebody came over to me. I looked at my heartbeat and they were like, stop. And it was like 140. And I was like, well, when you exercise, your mm. heart rate increases. It should do. If and you're it doing should it do. And then it comes back down. Mm. And I'm like, and that's your reason for not going. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, that sounds like a... There, there's one exercise. There's one machine here at this gym that we've got, which actually your heart rate doesn't go up. And that's called the vending machine. Okay. <laughs> that is quite popular amongst, as you've said, fat people. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad might like that one. I think he comes here. I think he would come just for that. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, it's very overpriced. <laughs> it's like one pound fifty for a chocolate bar. You I know, mean, it's crazy. He's got money coming out of his ears. So. Well, I mean, you will when he's dead because well, life yeah. insurance, you know. I'll okay. R- roll up in my Mercedes, you know. Well, there we go. <laughs> That's a man with no taste in cars. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mercedes. I mean, it could be worse. You could have said a BMW. Then we'd have known you're a drug dealer or something. Just black tinted out windows. Yeah, exactly. X5 or something. X5. Yeah. It's always a black tinted out window X5, isn't it? Yeah. And then the wife has some sort of convertible BMW. In pink. In pink. Hot pink. Hot pink. And it's a Bentley. It's always a Bentley. Oh. It's a <laughs> <How> common. New money. <laughs> new money. Not new money. <laughs> I don't come from new money. I come oh. from old money. Oh, you do? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, of course. Dark secrets. Dark, Dark secrets. secrets. Right. Okay. So... We'll, we'll sway back to gym-related things, okay? Because this is a kind of like a lifting club fitness podcast. Yeah. And I'll try and prize out of you, you know, just the best way to kill off your elderly relatives and that. <laughs> which you would know all about given your profession. Yeah. Which I won't say what your profession is at the moment. Okay. But it does involve, you know, death and, you know, old people dying and such like that. So, you know. I mean, I don't work in a morgue. You don't work in a morgue, but you know maybe a professional assassin or something like that they, wow. could, they say cleaner but you know cleaners are people that just dispose of people aren't they <laughs> uh, technically like a special type of assassin but yeah. anyway so what got you into coming to this gym specifically was it just the fact that it's local or mm. what Excuse me. and you can't say what the gym is because we can get in big trouble if anyone knew that yeah. we talked about the gym and that we're doing this podcast in the gym I know. So don't give the name of the place where we are. Um, but is it location? Is it, it was, reviews? Yeah. It certainly ain't reviews, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it might was, be my reviews, it, maybe. It might know? have been. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it was just location. Okay. You know, it had been closed for ages because it was renovated. And yeah. I thought, I was like, I got to a certain point. I was like, I'm really, really unfit. Yeah. And I don't exercise, and I just feel really bad about myself. So I was like, I should probably, should probably do something about that. And my doctor was like, you know what? I can only throw so many pills at you before it's just like, ah, so why it's for bother? health reasons then. Yeah. Okay, and it was a kind of doctor recommended. Yeah, they, they've oh. been saying it for years and years and years, and I was this like, this is the sort of thing you're supposed to come out at the, like the initial consultation <laughs> with, instead of like it's normally like a, I just want to train to look better naked is normally what most people come out with. No, nobody wants to see this naked. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, there are people with unusual fetishes out there. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that as the compliment I know it was meant to be. I mean, if you're into the money, if you, maybe don't bother bumping dad off. You should just start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Have you heard of OnlyFans? Who hasn't heard of OnlyFans? Well, I don't know. There's a couple of old ladies here which I had to explain in intricate detail exactly what it is and how. No, it's not like Facebook grammar. <laughs> I would love but you to can't listen put, to it. You can put pictures and videos on it. Do you think they have OnlyFans, the grannies? I think there are at least one or two grannies that are on OnlyFans, and I bet they really clean up in terms of the money. Mm. Because, I mean, it's one of those things. Grab a granny is a popular mm. search description. I mean, I think that vaginal rejuvenation is not going to pay for itself, is it? No, I know. I can only imagine what they spend <laughs> on Vaseline. But there we go. Anyways, not Vaseline. <laughs> not Vaseline. So... Given that you are, in fact, a registered nurse... Yeah. <laughs> can I ask some nurse-related questions? Yeah. The first one would be, if you did have a grandma, say Ethel... Mm. Yeah. Her Ethel and Eileen have started <laughs> up an OnlyFans, right? <laughs> and they're thinking that they might do a little bit of uh, chick-on-chick, <laughs> you know, content. Okay. 
Would it be appropriate to put Vaseline up the hooch or not? I mean, they did back in the day. They did back in the day. But at the same time, super glue was originally kind of developed to help glue fingers and stuff back together and wounds and stuff like that. But yeah. I wouldn't recommend putting the modern day formula that we probably have yeah. changed it to now. I mean, Coca-Cola used to have actual cocaine in it, didn't it, at one point? Yeah, yeah. So modern That's Vaseline, okay. is that appropriate for putting up there? It's not really changed much. It's still just petroleum jelly. Okay. But this is the sort of thing that people, I think, want to know. They want to know. Save some Google in. And to be fair, Ethel and Eileen, <laughs> they're of a, the generation where they're not really that computer savvy. No. You know. I mean, if you can't use Vaseline, olive oil works... Olive oil works. I think that's what the ancient Greeks used to use, isn't it? Yeah. They used to use they used to use olive oil to lather <laughs> themselves up when I doing mean, wrestling, and they also used to use it for as a penetration lubricant. They just lathered themselves up and just went at it all I night. I mean, they were fucking all day long. They all day. I'm surprised they and weren't chafed. Nighttime. Yeah, I mean, tell me about. It. I'm surprised they didn't run out of olive trees. <laughs> I can't imagine the chafing the next day. So, has any of your friends... (laughs) Changing the subject, but not really that much. Have any of your friends asked you, given that you're a nurse, Mm. any kind of embarrassing questions or anything like that? Because there's that TV show in the UK called Embarrassing Bodies, where people, for whatever reason, I don't know, I'm presuming they get paid, but for some reason, if they have an embarrassing condition, they think the best thing to do would be to get naked on in you know on camera in front of you know i know the whole of the uk it's i like, mean i know it's really difficult to get an appointment to see your gp but yeah i mean may, is it just the fact that it's a three-year waiting list to see a doctor that <laughs> they're thinking fuck it i'll just get christian jesson to diagnose me live on television i don't know i watched an episode once i think he went to a festival yeah what is it I don't they know. were riddled and he was riddled he was like yeah and like this man had been like washing his hair mm. and or, like wash like going for t- the toilet and oh, like, washing his hands his and he had poo in his hair and yeah. i'm like i watched that episode i was like what that's gross um i could tell you some stories about dr christian jessen but i can't do it on the regular edition i will have to tell you on the extended edition because i don't want to get sued oh so i will tell you you have to remind me some juicy gossip there is some juicy gossip that involves twinks Really? Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, But to answer your question, has anybody asked me any specific questions about, you know, the hoo-hahs and the ding-dongs? Yeah, anything like that Um, or anything embarrassing? Do you literally have the Vaseline question asked of you a lot? I should imagine it's more like you're on a night out and someone mm. says look at this rash is it cancer <laughs> or something like that I know a lot of people that I've met that work in the medical profession seem to be pissed off with the amount of family members that they get to come to them with some you know slight rash or something yeah. like that and they think it's cancerous um not really I can't say that I have I don't know I think I think I just have that kind of face that says don't approach me don't talk to me. I don't think me. that's necessarily true. I always see you smiling. You always seem to be quite happy. I mean, I, you've got a slight glint to your eye that makes me suspicious as to why you're smiling. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll give you that. But I don't think that you're an unapproachable person. Oh, thank you. I'll take that. Um, but no, I don't really get asked many odd questions. Although when I, in my second year at uni... I lived with three girls and I was quite close with one of the girls. Um, 
and you know she would just be like she would just come into my room and she's like can you look at my vagina but I was like okay Okay. Uh, what, what 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 do you want me to look at? It's just like multiple times a week, or is she just, just got a thing for that? She would just thing? randomly come or in and reason? be like, "Does my vagina look okay?" And I'm like, "It looks like a vagina to me. I, it's the only one I've ever seen." So, oh okay, <laughs> so, right. I don't know. I don't have much to compare it to. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's in the right place. Presumably. Yeah. I think she had a spot on it once. She was like, "Is it gonorrhea?" And I was like, "I, I, I have no idea. I have right. no idea." I've okay. never had gonorrhea. And so, when you train to become a nurse, <laughs> do they actually, do you have to take, like, a, a course or something like that in STDs and STIs and all that sort of thing? Or is it just, like, not really covered? So, you don't. You it's don't. an optional module you can do in your se- so second year. So, do you year. get optional modules in the... To, like basically kind of like when we were at school we got to stay behind after school if we wanted to learn Japanese or is it a case of it's a bit like options so you have to do a certain amount of these modules but you can pick the ones you want to do yeah you had to do you had to pick an optional module right it wasn't a case if you couldn't just pick one because right. if you didn't pick one you'd have like a whole gap okay of time where you were doing nothing where you That's weren't on shame. placement placement <laughs> or you weren't on placement and you weren't yeah. At uni, so you had to pick one. So I picked the sexual health one. Oh, you did pick sexual Obvious, health? Obviously, yeah. Oh. And I went to the first seminar and didn't go to any of the other lectures. Was that just because it was graphic or boring or No, I got, I got all the information I needed and I wrote oh. a 1500-word essay on chemsex in the gay community. <laughs> what What is chemsex? And I made exactly. my mum read it as well. <laughs> Isn't your mum a nurse as well? Yeah. Yeah, so at least it would be kind of, you know, she could understand the science. (laughs) And to make my 60-plus-year-old mother read about gay men taking poppers and, like, having, like, group sex. (laughs) Is using chemicals? Chemicals. So drugs and stuff? Like ketamine, coke. Right. All at the same time? Yeah. Okay. If it can can go up your nose, in, in, in your mouth, in your vein. Right. Groups of men are doing it. And have just, you ever done it? Absolutely not. <laughs> you see, at that point, I thought you were about to say absolutely yes. <laughs> no. But there we go. Would no. you admit to it if you did? No. Right, okay. So basically, <laughs> you haven't really answered the question then. No, I just... Disclaimer, I have never participated in chemsex. If anybody from the <laughs> NMC is listening, hello. <laughs> ah, that's something that we should put in Patreon then. You c- yeah. More chemsex-related things in the Patreon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is devolving very quickly, yes. this podcast. But at the same time, I find it all rather fascinating. Yeah. I'm sure Harry, when he's walking his dog listening, he's also going to find chemsex fascinating. Harry, you can Google chemsex. I don't think it's your cup of tea, mate. But Who's Harry? Harry's someone that trains here. Who's Harry? I'll introduce you to him. He okay. normally comes in around about like 12, 1 o'clock-ish. Okay. So yeah, if you're ever training in our gym around about 12, 1 o'clock, okay. just shout Harry and then see who looks round. Just scream Harry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so so you decided to take the uh, sex... <laughs> the path related, less travelled. The path less travelled, Okay. To help people with highly travelled paths (laughs) that are somewhat inflamed and itching. Yeah. So what is currently then, because we could put some really important information out there, like Mm. public service announcement. Yeah. What is currently like the most, I was going to say popular, I shouldn't really put it like that, the most kind of 
prevalent. Contagious, prevalent, STD, STI. So rate, rates of gonorrhea and syphilis have skyrocketed recently amongst younger people. Why is this, though? Is that, Do we know why? Uh, Obviously because, the sex stuff. But. Well, because they're, they are just pounding all night long. Right. They're, they're going out to the clubs but and the why bars. why gonorrhea and that? just opportunistic in it okay. and people don't get tested and right. they don't wear condoms and you know they're having sex with multiple people in one night mm. and various things going in various holes in various alleyways not very sanitary not okay yeah so you always advocate using condoms and such and just you know general good hygiene <laughs> and general good hygiene yeah, yeah. get yourself checked out yeah, at now, least every three to six months. I'm a bit older than you, but when I was younger... A little okay, bit. I just a, a little bit. I am a bit. Mm. Maybe a decade. <laughs> older than you, right? <laughs> but uh, thanks for that. Um, I can edit that when, bit out. When were you born? I'm not telling you what year I was born. We can it's leave that there for on the, the board. Patreon. I know where you were born. So, when I was younger, and when I was, um, you know fucking basically <laughs> random people so at that point we actually used to have this you got given this card at college and a you C could card. go to i don't know what it was called but it was okay. orange i remember that okay and it came with a little sperm key ring yeah and then you go to the um the sexual health center mm-hmm. by the pip and j church which i believe they've closed down now not yeah. the church but the uh sexual health center i think's moved and you could go in and get free tests and yeah. free condoms and stuff like that. So you were supposed to be, you know, going in and checking and stuff like that. Now, I had a best friend who was a massive, massive slut. Right. And she used to go there once a month. But right. she'd meet with many, many, many men, many mm. different men within the month. In fact, it was three different men per day, <laughs> which we used to joke about <laughs> breakfast, lunch and tea. Uh, which Chloe, if you're listening, <laughs> love you, girl. But um, she was very, very, very much into the sex and that kind of thing. And yeah, I, I haven't slept with a huge amount of people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's been through a fair amount of people, and she loved every, mostly every second of it. Some of them did only last for a number of seconds. I was told. <laughs> But um, we used to go to that sexual health centre and then when, you know, like you go to the, the dentist and they give you a lollipop, mm. every time you'd go there you'd have like what, a, like a keyring or a pen or something like that. Yeah. Which is surprising, actually, that I really, really, really want the keyring and the pen. I'm one of those people that love blagging free stuff at a festival or whatever. Okay. So for me it was all about the free pens and that. I mean, you get tested and stuff like that, but that's mm. useful. But is that sort of thing still available? Because I remember it only being available to people up to the age of 25. Yeah. Back to the regular edition of the podcast. Yeah. Because uh, Mark just uh, came in the office and interrupted us, so we had to take a little break there. Yeah. But we'll put all of the extra stuff in the extended edition of the Patreon. Yeah. Where Mark starts talking about chem, chem, chem sex, sex and that. But yeah, got, so what were we talking about? Um, the so we should probably scheme. at some point go back to talking about the gym. Yeah, because it would make sense given this health and fitness kind of yeah podcast. So you've been training for a little bit of time now, you know, a yeah. couple of months. So since before you started training, because I don't think you did anything like major weightlifting particularly no. before you started training here. So ideas about weight training gym stuff all that kind of thing 
before you started training versus uh. now anything that you've kind of changed your opinions about anything that you thought oh that's easier or more complicated or more exciting or yeah like before i started doing weights and stuff it was always like to me it was always very much like a bro kind of kind macho thing like, in the mirror type yeah thing. and it was always like these really big men like yeah gave enough like it's really macho kind of like aggressive energy and that just really put me off and like i went to uni with a boy well boy not boy man who was really big into the gym and Mm. he was nice but again it's just kind of that really like macho Mm. energy just put me off a little bit so Mm. i would just come in and do like cardio and then run away see but then a lot that is what so many uh, particularly female clients mm. that's what comes up a lot is that line that designates you know oh I don't cross that line because that's where the freeway area is that's where all the scary men with the dumbbells and barbells and that are it's, it's a shame really that people think that but in this day and age even with all of like YouTube videos and fitness and stuff like that I know the fitness industry is pretty fucking shit yeah um, but you know it's quite sad that people feel that way but you don't feel that way now Presumably. No, not so much. I mean, I have quite bad social anxiety yeah. anyway. So when I come into the gym and it's really, really busy, yeah. I'm always a bit on edge. Mm. But once I've been here a little bit, it all sort of starts to subside. Mm. And that was another thing as well, is like when you're not really sure of what you're doing mm. and you're already anxious, you just don't do it. Yeah. And then you're af- afraid that you're going to injure yourself because yeah. you hear about all these things like yeah, snapped tendons yeah, and like yeah. knees. And I was like... I don't want to break my knee. Mm. I've got to lift patients. Yes. And, you know, be able to walk. Yeah. Can't move somebody if I'm on two crutches. No, I mean, I mean, they have so. some fancier hospitals and that have, like, assisted handling apparatus, but mm. we're not at the stage where the robots are replacing the manual handling yet, are they? No. Maybe in another 50 no. years, who knows? Still very much two people either side on a slide sheet. Yeah. Just slide you up the bed. Well, that's cool. Is there anyone here that you dislike or annoys you? Interesting. Not that I've met. Not that you've met. Oh. <laughs> that's good, because that means that ultimately that when you come here, that there you don't have any gym enemies, Geminis. Geminis. <laughs> um, and you, you know, presumably your training is fairly nice, nice environment and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's good. I've not met anybody who's been unpleasant or has been, like, mean. Yeah, because you are weight training and stuff like that, so you are on that side of the gym which people do say is the intimidating side, but you've not gotten into any... Altercations. Altercations or anything like that, and you've not felt crazily uncomfortable despite saying, you know, that you've had issues with anxiety and stuff like that before. No, no. Now that I've started doing it, that sort of anxiety isn't really there so much anymore. And I sort of know as well that the more you put it off, the worse that perceived fear Mm. gets, if that makes any sense. So sometimes you just have to think, I don't really want to go, but I'm going to go. And I, even if I go for five minutes Mm. and then that five minutes turns into half an hour. It often does though. The most difficult bit for a lot of people is just getting through the door. Yeah. And a lot of PTs will say, you know, just if you don't feel like training or you feel too tired or whatever, still go to the gym, just do one exercise for one set. Yeah. By the time you do that, the chances are you'll carry on for a little bit more. Yeah. It does work, but you've still got to get, get here. Yeah. You know, 
Um, so in terms of anxiety and stuff like that then, so when, when did the word anxiety become a label for you? When did you start using it? When did you start to feel like, oh, actually, this, I might not be like all of the other boys and girls and such? <laughs> uh, I mean, probably all my life. So you um, would say that you've always had anxiety? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm autistic, so I think that just sort of comes part and parcel with that. Right. Because when you, you grow up differently mm. and you see the world differently and how you um, interact with the world is different. Mm. Um, and then I think, you know, you know, school was always challenging because, you know, even though I went to school in like the two 2000s, whatever, yeah. things just, the support was not there. Yeah, and course. it still isn't yeah. really. Um, so that was always just a bit hard. And then I suppose just as I got older and became like an older teenager and young adult and I had to start doing things by myself, mm. I suppose the anxiety of just got to me and got worse. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So how do people actually with anxiety cope with anxiety? So are you told to do, is there something that, you know, things like techniques and stuff people can use? Or is it just a bit, do you basically just have to suck it up and get um, it? We drink heavily. So alcohol, <laughs> basically. That's it for the regular edition of the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club. If you want to listen to more, then you need to head over to Patreon. Yeah, get over to Patreon. Pay us some money and then you can learn the ins and outs of multiple things. Yeah. Lifting, chemsex, all of it. Good Liam, stuff. Liam needs the money. I need the money. <laughs>